Okay. Well, I eat it on hot dogs, eggs, fish, chicken, steak. Steak. Yeah, a lot of people would be mad at you yeah. for doing that. Yeah. So is ketchup a habit though? I guess so. Eh. What makes a habit a habit? Um, if you're if you're doing it consistently, there's kind of like four main items that that make up a habit. There has to be a cue, a routine, a reward, and then a craving. And that that creates a habit. So if you are Kelly, um, you're always uh, if you end up always eating the ketchup, and you, you're doing it a lot, odds are there might be a habit at work there. Or there it, there won't necessarily be a habit if you're if you're eating the ketchup, but there could be. And you're gonna need all four of those things in order for it to to really be a habit. Hmm. Especially the craving one. Yeah. Yeah. So like. An example of that, we could. Uh, you guys eat McDonald's every now and then, right? Are you Are you seeing like you guys like you don't? Well, I do too, but oh. you do or no? Uh, okay. When was the last time I had McDonald's? I do. Twenty twenty. Yeah, I know. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a few months. A few months. Yeah. Were you ever in that stage where like you would drive by and see those golden arches and 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 that would be kind of like a cue where after you see that you just have a intense craving and you want to go to that drive through and you start maybe you're really young maybe you're yelling at mom and dad and saying like we gotta go we gotta yeah go. yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i know that i know what you're speaking of so if so that would that would be kind of a habit so long as like there's a that that visual cue of seeing those golden arches it then triggers um a craving and that craving's only satisfied if you follow out the routine, which is to swerve past like four lanes and then go to the drive-thru and get those nice French fries with the ketchup you were talking about mm. and and burgers. And that, that'll satisfy your craving. Um, so that is kind of what makes up a habit from what I was reading. But what about a habit um, like brushing your teeth or something? Like, do I, am I still getting a... Yeah, I got a story for you about that. A actually. reward? Is it, do I feel a reward? I guess so in a certain way. Yeah, I get yeah. some minty clean teeth. Yeah, it's it's the sensation you feel after brushing your teeth that kind of reinforces the habit of brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. People actually used to not um, have that habit of, of brushing their teeth daily. That used to not be a thing. But, um, and toothpaste companies are kind of the reason that people do brush their teeth twice a day. Oh, right. It's because... They tricked us. Yeah, they there used to be toothpaste companies that were trying to sell their product, and they were trying to sell it based on cleaning off the plaque on your teeth and, and making your, your gums healthier and all that. But it never really caught on until this one um, toothpaste company called Pepsodent. They um, kind of unintentionally, they had like citric acid and a few other components in in their toothpaste that had a little bit of a flavor but the the key thing was that they it was a slight irritation to your teeth so while you're brushing and while you're using this toothpaste well more like more like after you finish using the toothpaste you're gonna have that clean feeling like you know that yeah yeah it's like that uh that minty clean feeling but that clean feeling actually apparently has nothing to do with how clean your teeth are actually getting or, or how useful the toothpaste is it's just in there because people like to leave brushing their teeth 
with that clean feeling and that's kind of a signal to them that it was it was doing its job so without that people will be way less likely to brush their teeth because they don't have any kind of signal reward no there's no reward yeah exactly it's got to be similar like maybe mouthwash yeah i know it's obviously uh, effective in some way but at the same time you you keep going back to it because of the way your mouth feels yeah there's no there's no guarantee that you've killed the bacteria but you go back because you go oh this is yeah that's the only way you yeah that's the only way you think it's working and yeah because i actually heard that apparently uh brushing your teeth with water is pretty much just as effective yeah like the toothpaste is almost primarily just for the mintiness Maybe Except for the, flora- the fluoride, the fluoride too. I've talked too, to a about that. Actually. But apparently, oh, yeah. like the fluoride is the sole benefit. It's not like, well, from what I understand, it's not like I used to think toothpaste was kind of like soap in the way that it like actually helps the dirt get off yeah. or something. But oh. apparently, it doesn't do that at all. It's just yeah. kind of like the fluoride's there, which is helps your teeth, and then just the minty mm-hmm. taste. Right, and and another one that's like that. Like this is kind of a common theme with a lot of. Um, a lot of sales and marketing is they kind of try to take advantage of the way human psychology works and habits because at the end of the day if you're in that business of selling to people you it's probably worthwhile to understand mm-hmm. some of the the psychology behind it and another one there was febreze uh, or febreze however you're supposed to say it but um they had the their product was very good for removing odors yeah but initially they didn't have that nice scent within it as well all Mm. it would do is remove the bad odor but in that way there wasn't really much of a a reward and um people would let's say they'd finish cleaning and i guess generally i don't use febreze much but i I guess for the most part apparently people would clean their room and then as a finishing touch they give it a little spritz and spray down the room yeah and um initially they were trying to sell their products without the nice scent and it would just kind of remove the bad odor but it wasn't enough of a reward but then they realized oh if we add in just a little bit of of freshness like whatever their flavors are or scents like uh i don't know whatever they are it's a nice little reward on top of the entire cleaning experience yeah so you just you finish cleaning you give a nice spray and you're like wow this is great it smells good and it's just uh, it tops it off and and once they added in that scent their sales kind of skyrocketed wow yeah i I shampoo is the same shampoo you don't need the suds yeah i guess it never was uh sudsy before yeah and then really yeah and then uh but but if you're just lathering your hair and nothing's happening doesn't feel right it doesn't feel as good i mean what you don't know you don't know but but now that they've added the suds it'd be hard to go back from it really yeah so they just added that to give you a little bit of fun in your life yeah 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 (laughs) so nice of them can we just pause for a sec is your water bottle full yeah it is it's making me nervous uh it'll be fine i think ollie's water bottle is balanced on the couch cushion and it's full the soft Couch, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got no lid on it. It has no lid. <laughs> well, and your hands moved awfully close, dangerously. Did they close. Oh, to bumping it? Yeah. Do you yeah, think I'll you've come it. into a habit of placing your water bottle in dangerous <laughs> situations? Yeah, just for the like exhilaration. Yeah, your little the reward you get. Yeah. Yeah. What are some uh, some what are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what are two good habits you have in your life and two bad habits you currently have in your life? What two wow. habits? What two good habits are you most proud of right now? What two habits are you a little uh, shy to talk about? 
Okay. Uh, two good ones. Sometimes the, the thing is habits are a lot of time very unconscious and you don't even really aren't really aware of them. Like you might even be able to see my habits better than I can. I know some habits that you had. Oh. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking, why are you pausing for so long? You have great habits. You like work out every day. You meditate. You take time to read. These are all habits okay, you don't built boost over me time. Up too much. You do though. Yeah. These aren't things that you like. You do not sway on these things. You actually do these things and every day. Talking about um, if I want to get similar habits in my life, or, or and I want to make sure that they stay habits. Like, how do I develop a habit? Like in the way, do I have to follow this process where like, cause something like working out to like, it may not, it might not have the obvious reward, like, or the immediate reward. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I guess it, like, obviously it does if you think about like getting in better shape and stuff, but sometimes if you just think about doing pushups, it's hard to see the immediate reward after like, like comparing it to spraying Febreze or something. Right. For working out, I mean, it is one of those hard things to get yourself to do. But for that one, there are obviously rewards and people end up having a habit of working out. And some people even end up getting addicted to, to working out. Um, and the reward in that sense might be the actual like endorphins or like uh, neurochemical effects on your brain after that you experience after working out. Or maybe the potent the um, the feeling of like achievement or pride after finishing the workout. Mm. Uh, maybe you notice immediate effects on your body after you're working out. Like you you finish working out, you have like a pump, and you're like, I like the look of that. Yeah. But whatever it is, there's there's going to be some sort of reward you get after it, and you're gonna want some sort of cue to to trigger you to start working out and that could be maybe you walk walk by and you visually like you see your running shoes or maybe you see like your weights or whatever like workout equipment you have and that triggers you to work out or maybe it could be even you just see yourself in the mirror and you're like time to work out it could be like you see, you watch like a motivational video mm -hmm. whatever it is there's going to be some sort of cue okay. um and then at the end there's the reward and in between there's the routine of you actually doing the workout and like i was saying at the beginning you need the fourth factor which is the craving for a a really strong habit and so what the craving actually is is that it's it's like an anticipation or an expectation that you are going to get the reward before you actually get it so you you might see the weights on the ground or you see your shoes and that already triggers the the reward slightly or or you expect the reward to come like you've learned through experience that if i put on these running shoes and i go running or if i if i pick up these weights i'm going to end up getting that reward mm -hmm. and once that mm -hmm. association is made between the cue and the reward that's when the habit becomes the strongest because you start to have the craving um can, so can uh so can you create a different reward than the actual activity? I'm thinking, let's say uh, I'm having a hard time motivating myself to work out. And then I think about when after I work out, I'll reward myself with watching an episode of my favorite show, yeah, that Parks and Recreation. Yeah. And then that so that that will have the same effect. That will be just as beneficial if that's my reward, because the reward it's, is not 
the exercise itself, let's say. Right. Hopefully that becomes that way. But I'm just saying if I can't motivate myself to actually feel good about yeah, working it, out. It could be even it could be that like you've, you've set up in your schedule. Every time you work out, you're always going to reward yourself by relaxing and watching a show. Or, or it could be after you work out, you always eat some sort of meal. So yeah. now you associate working out with the reward, which is eating the meal or watching the show. Yeah. Okay. Right. I guess it's conditioning as we uh, know in other yeah. ways that does work. Yeah. That's, I feel like in that situation, it might be easy to cut out, the, like cut out the working out and go right for the reward in some scenarios. Yeah. I guess like ideally you'd want a reward that's actually kind of linked to the routine yeah, itself. Yeah. I like, I like the uh, idea of like activity pairing. I like that. Like I, I started to listen to podcasts when I would go running and then I, what I would be looking forward to is like the podcast. Right. I would be like, it's a, it's an interesting podcast and I want to listen to something for like half an hour, but it's like, and running such a good time to do that. Yeah. So I'd be like, I can't wait to listen to this podcast is what I was thinking almost more so than I wanted to run. I guess if it's right. the exclusivity of it is is important. So if I'm watching Parks and Recreation seven days a week anyway, and then I'm trying to integrate, oh, I'll work out before I watch Parks and Rec three times a week, that's a little bit harder. But if you're just watching Parks and Rec after you exercise, it'll come quicker as a as a connection of activity to reward. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be a good way to like kind of develop a habit in yourself is like you to first understand the structure of how it works figure out what are the cues and then set up some rewards in place so that you end up wanting to do it consistently so if you want to exercise like you you're gonna have to put some sort of reward there if it's not already not doesn't come natural to you sammy what are two good habits you currently have in your life The, I guess like I just mentioned the exercising mm-hmm. and um, a bad habit I have is uh, probably eating unhealthy it's like I oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is no place to shame anyone Raliver don't shame well, no me, I'm Raliver. just agreeing <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, I'm just kidding though you, no but I that's and maybe we can true. kind I'm of talk joking, maybe yeah. we can kind of talk uh, to help me as well as the audience about the uh how if there's a bad habit which i understand like is a bad habit but i still get that i'll get the cue and then like it gives me a nice little reward and i like it and i do it all the time like for me like definitely fast food is one yeah see, and i'll sometimes i'll just hear somebody mention fast food like they'll be like oh i had mcdonald's yesterday and then yeah the cue the hits There's and then i'm like "Ooh, mcdonald's craving yeah. and then i'm like that'd be a nice little reward for myself yeah. right. or like bag of chips watching a tv show or something like that you know yeah. right it's so very relatable and it's like it is a nice little reward but yeah. I, I think about it and i'm like yeah i probably eat fast food too much but it's a habit so how do i go about stopping this habit yeah um that's the difficult question, right? That's the difficult one. Um, I think a lot of the time you have to replace it with another habit. Because from what I was reading is that like habits don't actually um, necessarily disappear. Like you'll have a habit, for example, of driving. This is one of the, and this is the importance of habits is it uh, clears up kind of mental space and, and energy to, to focus on more complicated things. So you end up 
storing the like simple things that you're going to be repeating over and over in an area of the brain that uh is more like more like primitive and simple i guess it's called the, the basal ganglia but what happens for the driving example is maybe the first time you're trying to like reverse out of a driveway is you're going to be consciously like thinking okay where do i put my hand uh how should i be like spinning this uh steering wheel uh which mirrors should i be looking at and then you're even thinking about your feet okay I, i'm on the gas now i'm on the brake okay let's go and, and and you're like looking around and it's um it takes up almost all of your your mental space like you can't really be thinking about anything else while you're doing that because you haven't yeah. developed a habit of how to pull out of the driveway um but after you've done it a lot of times um it becomes essentially second nature mm -hmm. and that's what we do with habits there's like well like every day like there's like hundreds of habits that people have that maybe the first time you did it or the first few times it was more of a struggle yeah but that's the that's the purpose of habits is that so you're you're not really thinking about this stuff anymore yeah uh, it's just second nature like brushing your teeth taking a shower um driving to work like all that stuff is is pretty habitual now it's not really something you're thinking about I, and there's good reason for that because now on your on your drive to work you can think about uh i don't know more important things are in your in your shower you're not thinking about how to put the soap on your body you're just like maybe you're thinking about some good ideas or singing or who, whatever you do i think about it the the pathways in your brain that are created when you have a habit like a um, if you're walking in a field and you walk the same path every day in the field, it will eventually, the path will get trampled down and the, you won't be having as hard of a time walking through the grass. And so mm. you'll get to one end of the field quicker. And that's basically what's happening in your brain with the pathways that are created when you are, when you have a habit, it's just second mm. nature. It, the connections made in the brain are that much faster, but it's also important to go off the path in the field and create new paths because that's how your brain uh, continues to that's develop and learn. That's interesting. I like that visual picture. Yeah. And then it's like less, there's less resistance after you've done it for a... Yeah, and you know the way and you're just, uh, you don't have the the grass rubbing against your leg because you've tamped it all down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, because that reminds me of like, basically the reason why a newer employee at any job is going to be probably more stressed out and slower yeah. just because all the processes that that you're supposed to do for that job have not really become a habit yet yeah. and so they're thinking about they're probably just like their mind is way more um occupied than some of the people that have been there for like 10 years like the veterans yeah. that, in the workplace yeah. it's just and like, like second even, nature for them yeah and just like the little things too even like they maybe they're like how does this m new microwave work in the lunchroom or something yeah oh, whereas gosh. like you could maybe eat your lunch and not even think about it i empathize with that that can be really <laughs> tough that can really be really draining the quirks of a new office or uh, when yeah. you go to like a new uh hotel room and you don't know how the shower uh oh, water tap works on you know wow how <laughs> <different>? <laughs> i relate yeah <laughs> um that's tough it, I, that's I, really, I was thinking that's, about yeah, uh uh, I I always uh, trick myself when I have to do something new. My mind instantly goes to, oh, you're not good at this. You won't be good at this. This is tricky. This is challenging. Why bother? And I I want to get into the habit 
of instead saying all those negative unproductive things saying oh i haven't practiced this enough to feel comfortable yet or i haven't tried that yet and right. the idea that everyone started from a place where they didn't know you know every ceo or every person who comes off is really confident or comedians who are performing or in front of thousands of people all of those people started at a place where they maybe didn't picture that being their their story right. yeah and i think that's you just kind of covered a key thing um about because i think about habits and i immediately think about brushing my teeth or uh, trying to work out or something but i think there's like so many habits in your thought process and how you talk to yourself and yeah. how you make decisions which are potentially not the greatest habits yeah well and yeah. Nice i was change. gonna say a, a habit i feel like i have in my life that i've worked on is being positive and uh it's always a work in progress but i i actually feel like of uh, the habits i i currently think of to my unique self is positivity being one of them yeah those ones i find really interesting too actually just like the because those are for sure habits as well the way you th think in certain scenarios like let's say for example you walk into a uh, a room full of people there's going to be certain ways that you respond maybe like uh your your physical posture or the thoughts that you have those might actually be habitual too like every time you do that you walk into a room Which you're going to do so the same and it's because like that thing that you're just talking about kelly with the path that you've made it's yeah. like when i get to this point i take this path that i always take and you're just so used to that like, I, like for me it's like i always you know go to the person who i know the most and say let me stay in this quiet corner where I'm that gives you a little reward of <laughs> yeah like, oh this is comfortable i'm not nervous it, actually ollie what you just said made me think you made me think about the idea of what personality is because is per what is personality if not made up of all these small habits we've created within ourselves yeah that's a big, big question. like let's not get into it but like <laughs> wow. well i mean we could but no there's two they, i feel like that's it. just just something to think about though much. because I, I i feel like there might be a ton of emphasis put on you're born with a personality but i really think your personality is created uh as you develop and grow and i really do think that personality is less set in stone than people yeah think. that's what I'm yeah I really like the idea of that especially like in just like giving yourself hope because there's certain things in your life maybe you don't like for me it's like social anxiety I always had a trouble with and the idea that that is possibly like a learned habit in a way right. that you can grow and change and it can become like a skill like something else yeah. you learn yeah and definitely. talking to yourself that way that i just said where you say oh i haven't practiced that yet enough to be in that position like yeah. opposed to saying oh i'm i'm shy i'm socially anxious i i'm not good in large groups but just oh i haven't had i haven't i'm not at the place where i could be or where i want to be Right. And here, yeah. here's the way I can practice and get there. Not, oh, I'm stuck here and this is who I am. Yeah, because right. it's my personality. Like the, it's not. Yeah. Anything you've ever been, um, anything you're good at now, at one point in your life, you were you were no good at it. So you yeah. can look at whatever you're not good at right now and, and like that. Like, it'll be something potentially you could be good at later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even like uh, hobbies or things that you enjoy. Like I, I, I consider athleticism and specifically soccer to be a big part of who I am and that is such a learned thing in my life I'm not uh you know what I mean like it's not like oh personality wise you're like oh Kaylee's very athletic and and she always has been and that's the way she is it's like that's something that I 
found reward in and created a habit in and now i enjoy those activities and that's mm-hmm. now now that's a part of who i am so much so that i i, I don't you know any think different about to learning these skills initially like maybe you were really young when you learned soccer or something but i think it's really easy to get discouraged and kind of just label yourself as like like uh like i can't do that that's not that's not me or something i'm just thinking about like trying to think of an example like me going to like the gym for the first time and trying i'm like like i want to get physically healthier but you go and it's like a little bit intimidating i feel awkward don't know how to use these machines and then i'm just like i guess i'm not a person that goes to the gym right right where it's like maybe if it's just something that you got to just stick with i don't know if that's a great example yeah well i'm sure the first time you go to the gym that habit hasn't been created like you don't you don't you're not experiencing the rewards for the literally the first time it's like the new employee at the job we were talking about yeah it's gonna be like a little higher stress more more thought process going on because you do have to figure out how to use the machines whereas like guy who's been there for three years and like bench press is like four or five for like a lot of reps which is yeah. <laughs> pretty good um, he's just like bad. literally he probably won't even be thinking about it when he grabs the machine it's just like i've done this a uh, hundred times not a big deal yeah but you're thinking i don't know how to use this uh that guy's gonna look at me and and laugh at me because i don't know how to use this machine yeah and uh yeah the, the rewards are aren't aren't there especially the actual first time you've gone maybe you've never worked out ever and you've never experienced like the endorphins or the sense of accomplishment after working out or you've never actually seen the physical um like development in your body and that can actually take a while too so that reward's pretty gradual so it it might not um it won't come right away but over time i guess you'll you'll start to develop the habit yeah i don't know how many days it takes it might i think it varies but like that's the thing you'd oh, have to, to stick de- with it to actually like habit? yeah i think it definitely varies it depends on probably how big the reward is because i think you could develop a habit of like using drugs very very short in, in not a long time right like there'd be that's what i would think is that these some some things have such an intense craving and such an intense reward that like they sugar. yeah like sugar sugar could uh you could develop a habit of that and then um, there's the like the less like some things like that sugar and and drugs are very like uh like uh, obvious reward whereas yeah. like if you're thinking about like the habits of like your thought process and stuff there might not even be rewards that you're necessarily aware of or paying attention to yeah that one's so complicated that complicated. Like, it's really hard to analyze but uh, the one thing that though that I think helps to change your habits is first you need to be like kind of aware of them and then try to figure out where what was the cue that made me do that thing and what is the reward that I'm chasing and why am I looking for that reward? Yeah. So like Kelly, you give that example of going into a, a, a group of people and then um, going towards uh, maybe the person you know the best. So the cue might have been the anxiety that you felt when you stepped into that room. And the reward is, oh, I feel a little bit more comfortable when I talk to that person. So you start to develop that routine of I'm going to go towards that person. And maybe that person's not right in the room. So you, you, you get the cue of like, oh, I don't feel good. 
and now you have a craving that you need to satisfy. So you're looking around the room like, who can I go uh, talk to that's going to make me feel a little more comfortable? And that craving will persist until can it's... Can you include... the? I like the visual. Can you include these four steps for a habit uh, in a diagram form? Yeah, I could try to describe it. There is one that I... Like from the book that they use. Um, okay. Yeah, because I feel like just... Because I'm right now in my head envisioning kind of like arrows point. Like, okay, this to this to this. And this is what it is. And I, I feel like that's a nice breakdown or even in a... Yeah, right. so there was one that I saw in the book about the habit of um, always looking at your phone like immediately when you, whenever you get a vibration. Yeah. Right. So the first visual thing that you could, uh, the first, first like thing you could visualize is that there'd be a vibrating phone um, and that would lead to you uh, going to pick it up and then that leads over to you kind of getting um i don't know a little bit of entertainment or excitement or laughter or whatever it is you yeah. look at your phone you're like oh cool someone sent me a message or some new video popped up or whatever yeah um and so that yeah does that help a little well, bit or i i guess more like i'm thinking if you're if you put this on instagram can you include this visually written the four steps oh uh Visually written? I mean, I could... Like a picture? Like a picture. <laughs> yeah. A visual writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A drawing? A drawing. Yeah. <laughs> can you draw out these four things? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. A Great. Q... Uh, what does it go over it again? Q. Oh, the letters? This is what you I mean. You want a little... Uh, what is that? Acronym or abbreviation? No, not the letters, but just the, the four. It's a Q, uh, craving... Um, so the, the craving is what drives the entire habit loop. Okay. Oh, but okay. the ha so you start with a craving. Well, no, craving is actually kind of like uh, a stronger habit. So you you need all all four of these things, but you always start with the cue. There's going to be something that triggers okay. your mind. Okay. Yeah. And leads you in a certain direction. Okay. Um, and so, like, they had an example of this where they had um they did an experiment with monkeys mm -hmm. and. Um, what they did is they had monkeys in front of a screen and they had different like shapes and colors popping up. And when a certain shape, uh, would, would pop up, it'd be like a yellow triangle would pop up on their screen. Mm -hmm. Um, their job was to pull the lever on a machine. And what would happen when they pull that lever is that some blackberry juice would come down. Mm. So that was their reward. Okay. Mm. And yeah, pretty good. Eh? Mm. Pretty good juice. Pretty, yeah. Oh. Blackberry juice is good. Um, but what for that example, what the cue is is seeing that yellow triangle. Yes. The routine is to pull the lever. Yeah. The reward is to um, get that blackberry juice, yeah. that sweet, sweet blackberry juice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, the craving starts to happen once they consistently do that, and they develop an association between. As soon as I see that yellow triangle their their brain would light up like yeah. they actually measured their brain when they were doing this experiment mm -hmm. so that's when the habit really starts to become strong is once yeah. you once you get the association between the cue and the reward so you'd see the yellow triangle the brain would light up and they would expect that blackberry juice and they would start craving it hmm. whereas they did they did it with some monkeys um who hadn't developed that habit yet and they could easily be distracted like they would see the yellow triangle 
and mm. they didn't know that that means blackberry juice so they could pull them away from the the computer or, or whatever the screen was yeah but the the monkeys that had the habit developed they were locked into that 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 machine and what they started to do is not give them blackberry juice um but because they had built up that association between yellow triangle pull the lever that equals a reward they would yeah. start to get angry and like depressed they're like where's the blackberry juice and they wouldn't leave the Ooh. machine they would still oh. they would still be thinking like they still this had is that gonna... craving they still had that hope it sounds like an exact description of las vegas yeah slot machines yeah <laughs> it, it, it is really like you and i think i don't know if they do this but i was thinking slot machines maybe they they give you more wins at the beginning i don't know if, is that a thing but like i could see them i always doing thought because now it's such like uh like it's more like a computer program a lot of these slot machines that are like um like digital almost yeah like i i always am like skeptical that it's actually like random and that they're like like they'll be like it's on like an algorithm that's like just enough to tease somebody it is yeah I'm quite sure it, it is like that, it's the right? same with a phone the pull down on your phone to refresh uh, an app is designed with a slot machine in mind it's designed to be uh a perfect habit forming yeah uh, uh calculation yeah because right. i mean for the slot machine if they were to give you some wins right off the bat that would help you to build that association between I put my money in and that's going to end up equaling I see three cherries or three sevens or whatever it is and yay a big celebration big reward yeah. and once they build that association in your mind you're going to be like that monkey who who's expecting the reward when when you put in the when you pull the lever yeah um and then when it doesn't come there you're still left with that craving it's, it's unsatisfied mm -hmm. so you're going to stay there you're going to keep pulling the lever keep playing the game and be like mm -hmm where is this thing i'm expecting uh, i'm expecting a reward mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's how you now have a habit and potentially you're addicted to to slot machines yeah, yeah. and they do that intentionally too which is kind of it's cruel cruel because like mm -hmm. you, they take advantage of human psychology and, and the well-being of and people isn't necessarily considered very I, much i feel yeah. like that's what social media does too right i'm sure with some like advertising and and even just how the apps are designed yeah like yeah. you said kaylee it's like designed to uh i think not necessarily with your well-being in mind but more so no, definitely not Did same with marketing of uh food when we were talking about sugar at the beginning i was i was listening to or i was watching an episode uh about a documentary of sorts on sugar and they interviewed uh, uh like an advisor of some one of the big uh like coca-cola pepsi one of those big uh soft drink brands yeah and they said like don't you feel that you are partly responsible for the epidemic that is obesity in the states and the this person was like people can't read the nutrition label that's not my problem right. but that idea that they don't take responsibility for the products that they're putting out it does seem cruel it's it, 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 yeah because i mean taking advantage of, of people and their habits is like you see it all over yeah. the the food uh, industry is, sales yeah and, and video games too for sure like you'll get like uh if you do a certain thing maybe you get like i don't know a bunch of nice bright lights pop up on the screen and you get like a hundred coins mm. or whatever like stuff like that it's just uh i'm sure they they use it as well in in video games to keep people um staying there's 
there's rewards for doing certain yeah. things in the game. What are some other good habits? We've, we're, we're talking uh, about, I mean, habits that are very relatable, but I, I'm thinking what are some other good habits that are common? That are common? Hmm. Um, exercise, I mean, is relatively common. Um, the thing is, there. I mean, there's a lot of habits that we do every day that might not necessarily be good or or they're hard to say that they're good or bad like right like like we were saying backing out of the driveway or like driving that's a habit yeah. so much falls good, under the term of habit well, like, is, just is there a difference between habit and routine like in the way that like if i was eating the same breakfast every morning is that really like a habit of mine or like is there a difference between habit and routine or are they like interchangeable almost i mean i think they're they're probably pretty related from what i was reading is that routine is just like one component of a habit mm. Mm. so you don't necessarily have a habit if you're just if you're doing something and there's no cue and there's no reward Interesting. but odds are is that there is sort of some cue and some reward like yeah. for you eating your your same breakfast every day like yeah. I don't know. You get a, you feel like uh, a little grumble in your stomach or whatever. You start to get hungry, right, and you're like, "Time to, up. yeah, cues you up. Get that oatmeal uh, or whatever you eat, and then uh, it, yeah, you feel the, good I feel after." Like the definition uh, of habit is changing for me just as we speak because I understand that I I like those four components that are required to have a habit, and I agree that there's more there's more two habits than I realized, and I obviously yeah. there's yeah. more habits Did in my guys, life than I realized. Do you guys find that? Um, when you get into a lineup, you have the habit of checking your phone. Like if you're shopping around the grocery store yeah. or something, and then as soon as you I try not to get into the lineup, it's like that's like the cue, and you just like pull out your phone. Yeah. Apparently, they attribute like a like um, the sale of like chewing gum has gone down a lot. Oh really? And they like mm. they think that it's because the only place you buy chewing gum is in that lineup at the grocery store right and right. now nobody looks at those products because oh. everybody's looking at their phone until they pay i could see that yeah that's really interesting and you know what i think the cue is for looking at your phone is is like an anxiety i was gonna say like, i don't I know what to do with myself people who aren't as socially yeah. anxious don't look at their phone right away as much as yeah. much unless it's like a more purposeful like oh i'm gonna text this it, it, back. It, yeah it could either be anxious or you maybe you do have like a you have a habit of looking at your phone a lot like you don't necessarily yeah. like you're yeah. like right. to right. I, but i, I, I see was with the connection a friend today and there was like we we're just talking and there was like a lull in the conversation where both people talked and like before i even like realized it my hand was just going to like look at my phone yeah you know yeah and i was like oh, i don't want to do that right why do i do that but uh -huh. it was like built in like a habit when like yeah when i think that awkwardness it's like you feel awkwardness for one second and yeah. it's just like get me out of this can't somehow. handle it yeah yeah huh go yeah. to distract your mind interesting interesting which is like you know, yeah and it's you being aware of what was happening that will help you to to change the habit yeah because you, you you're aware of like oh wow there was i was about to grab my phone why was i about to do that and it was because there is um a reward and going to do that it would take me away from this and why was i wanting to get it taken away from this uh interaction with my friend oh because i was feeling kind of awkward or anxious about it yeah. and that was the cue so once you figure all that out and you're like okay but i, I don't actually need to look at my phone there's nothing there 
Um, mm. So hmm. maybe I'm going to address the root of the issue, which was, did I, why was I feeling anxious and awkward? Mm-hmm. Was it, was, because that's at the end of the day, that's your, that's your cue. Mm-hmm. So you could, if you want to change a habit, you need to kind of um, figure out how, why it's all happening yeah. and, and maybe remove certain cues that I are leading like to you to do stuff. I that's such an important part of it is, is, well, I, I know I use this word all the time, but what's the root of it? <clears throat> Where is this actually coming from? Because you yeah. won't, you can't cut off the leaves every time. You have to say, where, where's the root? And let's figure right. that out. For me, uh, looking at my phone, I, I now am practicing the habit of when I go to look at my phone, let's say in a grocery store line or if I'm in a waiting room, I will default then to w- what is uh, like, what's really nice about my situation <clears throat> right now. So I, I, I'm just saying as maybe a practical thing that someone else might find helpful right. because you said, Ollie, like you have to kind of replace it sometimes, like replace yeah. the habit. So when I'm going to reach for my phone, instead I'll say, don't reach for your phone and be like, wow, look at all the great things I'm buying in the basket today. This is really nice. I'm excited <laughs> to cook this. And oh, the line's not too long. We'll be there before we know it. And this is my last stop. And so this is great. I'll go home. I'll make a cup of tea. And uh, just and that's not even in the being present because obviously I'm talking about things in the future. But just that idea that, oh, uh, that's my like kind of go to exercise that's if a, I'm trying not to do something on my phone. Right. It's, it's a really a, nice positive uh, oh, attitude you. you have. <laughs> yeah, you maybe turn like the the cue of the negative thing into a a positive routine. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling anxious. What should I do? That's actually positive. That's, let me let me be grateful about the it. sweet potatoes I'm buying. That's I find that just a nice tangible thing. That's not like oh try to change it or don't don't reach for your phone. And it, yeah, it's helpful to say why am I reaching for it? Am I feeling anxious? All that stuff's really important. But then I'm just thinking if as a kind of progressive thing, here's a nice exercise you could try then try to shift it from the phone to five positive things that you're thinking about that's a really beneficial exercise because i think like uh, a relatable habit for some people definitely for me is like just like the habit of i always just uh, want to be distracting myself with something Mm. like if there's ever like being alone with my own thoughts is like I got to figure out something to do, whether you turn yeah. on the TV, go to like a computer, right. pull out your phone or something, you know? Yeah. Right. But suppressing, suppressing those thoughts doesn't make them go away. So you have exactly. to ask yourself, right. why don't I want to sit with my thoughts? Yeah. I always love that one quote. Um, all of man's problems stem from his inability to sit alone by himself for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like you can't, the fact that you can't just sit there and not do anything. Yeah. yeah. That, like all the all the components that that are causing that lead you to so much unnecessary suffering yeah and that was like so eye-opening for me trying like starting to try and meditate because it's like you're gonna have to sit there for 10 minutes and i'm like no problem and then you start trying to do it and you're like it's so difficult and you're like have i never done this before yeah i've never sat for 10 minutes and done nothing that's pretty mind-blowing when you think about it you're like wow or when you actually try to do nothing even if you're not meditating and you're just like let me just sit and it's like what i've yeah. never done this before We're just gonna yeah. sit and oh do actually speaking of meditation we got a fan question really yeah so this fan was asking uh with me- the practice of meditation you tend to become uh better at emotion regulation and 
not reacting from emotion typically you uh are able to assess the scenario how you're feeling and then maybe react a little more rationally just yeah yeah okay mm -hmm. so then their their question was through the practice of medica meditation uh could you get to a point where on the flip side of a, of an emotion let's say you're very excited about something you might end up actually reacting Downplaying it. with yeah less of a happy emotion because your your second nature is to let's let's remain calm and decide on how we will react and so then do you think that the, like someone surprises you with a new car you'll be like hmm very good <laughs> like, right, 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 right. <laughs> so their question well, is yeah just that can can meditation cause all emotion to almost seem more subdued right right that's interesting well i i think like at least from what I've heard the through the meditation stuff is that like the goal of it is not necessarily to stop the stuff that's happening. Yeah. But it's more just to observe it. Yeah. Um, so it, you're not necessarily um, trying to judge or stop whatever emotion that And that I don't think arise. it actually does. Uh, you still feel those feelings as deeply. So if I'm very sad, it's not that I don't feel the sadness as intensely, but rather I'm able to have more product productivity with that intense emotion. And, yeah. and maybe it's, I'm just able to have a more healthy outlet for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think and it's choosing which ones which emotions you will allow to affect you and which ones you almost want to act on whereas you're like if i every time someone <laughs> buys me a new car i'll get really excited and you let's say there's nothing wrong with that i'll let that one keep continue as it's going yeah but the other one where i burst out in anger in this situation that one i don't like and let's try and figure out some healthier way right. to deal with that and it just creates the right. control it's not a it's not rather that you you suddenly are numb to everything but that you're just able to focus on what yeah because yeah. in fact i don't think you could um properly like subdue your emotions if you wanted to no just like i said or with like your thoughts suppress you, them in it. No. if you ignore your feelings they're still there you actually can't run from your feelings like you you have to address them in order for right. us to, to, to like healthily move through something. And I think it's like, it's through the meditation through like kind of um, just observing the negative emotion that disconnects you from a lot of the suffering associated with that negative emotion. Cause when you're just observing it, it's not, it's not as like all consuming, I guess, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you're almost just watching it. So it's a bit of a relief, but that's that's uh, that's the whole point of meditation is is like it's the art of doing nothing like you're not necessarily trying to control everything you're more just observing it mm -hmm. um okay so yeah okay well thank you for taking the fan question yeah i think i know which fan that was shout out to them uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh <laughs> if any other fans have questions I, uh, we're happy to field them right yeah, no, absolutely. That would be fun, honestly, if there was some some questions to. It could be a, we could do into. a Q and A episode. Yeah, where it's like yeah, ask a little Q and A. Like, subscribe. People know questions. nothing about us. They think Ollie's probably the oldest child in the family. When in fact, when in fact, it's a secret. <laughs> yeah. Tune well, in next time. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> to tie that in though, Kelly, uh, the meditation stuff, and and I I, f I see it as really related to to habits, or at least a super useful skill 
for trying to restructure your own habits mm. like for trying to break your own bad habits and whatnot because like mm -hmm. we were saying you want to be aware of why the habits are happening yeah or just even aware that they even exist yeah because so many yeah. most habits are you're not aware of them and you're not aware of your you even picking them up Mm -hmm. Like they just happen and then and then next thing you know you just have a habit of like eating chocolate all the time Especially those subtle oh, ones in I your feel, I feel was that a shot fire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I do that too actually <laughs> I uh, I noticed that like almost every time I come home from work I'll, I'll eat some chocolate Do you feel cued when you come home from work? When I'm done work I feel the, the cue is well now I eat something and it's often chocolate Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I have the habit of eating something sweet after dinner. I guess oh. you would call that a dessert. You <laughs> <laughs> we, we all but do. All, like, as soon, as I, eat, as, soon as I eat the last bite of dinner, I'm like, where's the sugar? Yeah. yeah. Where's the sweet little There's treat that I get? Yeah. yeah. Where's my little reward? Routine is you to say, but we were, <laughs> where's my sugar? We were yeah. almost like trained <laughs> into that Trump? habit. Like oh. that, that habit. Yeah. We were raised on That's that habit. That's scariest. People can intentionally train you into habits oh like I we, could, we could we uh, could easily train people into eating chocolate all the time like if you just had some chocolate um let's say like every time you get home from work there's like a nice little chocolate at the front door could you make a friend like that like every time they come and see you and you say Hey, here's this yeah, piece you, of chocolate. You, you actually do you think could, that's yeah. what, what hotels they, do? They have chocolate on the pillow because they're like. Do they? <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm going to the wrong hotels. <laughs> <laughs> not expensive enough, I guess. Yeah, the <laughs> chocolates on the pillows. Yeah. Huh. Lucky you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you definitely could. Like they would start to build up the association of like, oh, whenever I hang out with Sammy, he gives me a nice Kinder surprise or like a, a Kit yeah. Kat or whatever. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so like. They would, um, if somebody mentioned your name, if they had built up that habit, if they're like, oh, did you know, like, Sammy was, like, uh, filming that video, they'd be like, who? Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, Sammy? The cue, eh? And they'd be like, like surprise. And they'd start to have that craving. <laughs> and and then it, they'd call you because they wouldn't be able to satisfy that craving on, on until... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on a more realistic uh, kind of uh, perspective, I think that that definitely happens with when you're just hanging out with like a, a really positive person who it's like and you leave uh hanging out with them with like feeling really good yeah it's, you yeah know, you're right that that's a that's like a, a less tangible but more on the idea of the of the thoughts and the way people speak and and uh the like if they're kind and, and positive I, all those things that I, rubs off on you and you feel better maybe that's the whole craving like social uh relationships and and whatnot and why they're because you do get like you a get little reward. little reward from them yeah yeah like that's really nice to have a friend yeah for sure i used to have if we want to talk about personal um why are you giggling <laughs> you, say, you could have easily I, said i used to have, have a friend, a friend. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but not anymore yeah, yeah. i like kicked that habit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i broke that habit but uh <laughs> no i was gonna say that kill you were asking me about personal habits one that i can think of um that was a really bad habit that i used to have and not not really bad it was just like decent but <laughs> <laughs> but it used to be i used to play a call of duty all the time and now that i learned about habits i could for for sure see what was happening there is because mm -hmm. i would have i would associate the end of school and going home with the reward of as soon as i get home i'm gonna i'm gonna play some call of duty mm -hmm. 
and so I'd be like looking at the clock in fourth period physics class and I'd start craving that call of duty and then um yeah you get home and the routine is you just run downstairs maybe grab a quick bite to eat start playing get those rewards and then next day repeat and that's how um like a video game addiction can happen I don't know right. if I, like I don't I don't know what the line between addiction and I probably was addicted to video games to be honest. I played so much like I would just be yeah. thinking about it like leaving school. I gotta go play right away. Yeah. Yeah, I was too at one point. Like I had like so many days played. If you check on the thing, like. Right. Yeah, yeah, you did have a lot. I would be playing like no matter what the uh, the scenario was like like bad weather, good weather. Like I'd I'd be playing. What I mean by that is like didn't matter what was going on in the environment you guys would be playing music really loud oh yeah but i'd just be i'd tough it out and just keep playing you still have your headset on trying to talk trying to, to talk buddies. to people yeah yeah that's really interesting yeah. that's one bad habit i can think of for sure yeah i mean i don't know about you guys i mean Kayla, you had a um a, a bad, bad habit. Oh, <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this what came at the beginning when you were Come like, on, I can think them. of some habits? Well, <laughs> didn't you used to chew your nails? Oh, yeah. But, okay, this is the thing. <laughs> I thought you were just going to get it. I feel like that was a good way to just get her to admit some habit we didn't oh, even know yeah. about. <laughs> and then you say, like, tell them that habit. You have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah. like <laughs> when like, you go up to your new employee and you're like, I don't care what everyone says about you. I think you're a good guy. <laughs> what did they say? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, oh, did you hear this? Uh, yeah, I, I used to chew my nails a lot. Um, and I guess it's a good example. Chewing your nails like 100% of the time, 10 out of the 10 of times that people chew their nails, um, the root is anxiety. Uh, so it's a, a good example that for me, the cue to chew my nails was that I was feeling some discomfort. Um, and anxiety and the habit was formed to a point where I chewed my nails even when I wasn't anxious but just because it was so second nature but it yeah. comes from a place of feeling anxious right me. so what is the reward like the reward the, is so- keeping myself busy it's oh, something yeah. to do it's oh, a little it's oh, some consistent, yeah. yeah yeah it's consistent that it's it's always there I always have the option and and yeah and it's distraction distracting and uh um, and there's some comfort because there could be well. like some of these right. things might be a more subtle reward like you're talking about the party and uh, going to the safer spot in the party or something like maybe the reward is that nothing bad is happening like you'd like in the way that it's just like you're avoiding a potentially dangerous situation right, the, the lack of something yeah could the also lack be. of something like hmm. it stays yeah. the same and you're like that was good I think or for it to be like a slightly positive thing is like your fear got reduced a little bit. Like right, you were like, right. oh no, what's gonna happen? And then that fear went down slightly. Right. It wasn't necessarily like you felt good, but your fear was reduced. And that's enough right. for, for some For exercise, for some people, exercise, uh, they, they're not looking to run marathons or uh, even necessarily like look a certain way, but rather it's like, I don't wanna miss the bus anymore. So my, my la- like lack of reward or reward is that I, the the bus doesn't go by me. Right. But so is that I don't miss the, the bus. Leave earlier too, maybe. What? No, you're going to have to go through like a six-month training program to get, <laughs> get in better shape. That's the only so way. Leave at the same <laughs> time, but you have to run yeah. faster. Yeah. <laughs> I got to shave a couple of seconds off this time. No word of a lie. I probably would do that, to be honest. No word of a lie. I would... I 
have when I was a teenager I refused to run for the bus to a point where I would miss the bus oh, it would be embarrassing so, yeah it was so embarrassing the thought of running to the bus stop if I was if I was late and I was going to miss the bus that I would walk to the bus and the bus would go by me by maybe three seconds and if I had just run there I would not have missed the bus but I refuse to run and I, I don't think of that fondly oh yeah running to the bus was horrible i did that so many times yeah just like and the bus is partly pulling away so many times this happened where the bus is partly pulling away i start running and then all the kids on the bus were like they they like point at point or whatever <laughs> and then they yell to the bus driver the big stop the big oh he's still coming <laughs> you would still walk and just be like yo what's that <laughs> yeah so but fellas? maybe like to kind of tie that in like the less obvious like little subtle habits in your mind where like something like your mind probably says like don't do that don't don't run or did you see other people like other like other people like me and you're like what a loser running no it was all about me it was all about me not wanting to look silly right yeah like you know the triggers like i feel like there's little habits in your head when like like with like the self-talk kind of thing like where somebody says something or like you try and say something and it's not received that well and then immediately in your head you're like i'm stupid stupid and it's like that in a sense like it feels like a habit that definitely is a habit yeah Yeah. and you're like i just when this happens i tell myself this right and those ones are harder to even be aware of like you have to I feel like really pay attention to what's going on. Which is why, uh, uh, like hand in hand, the recommendation for meditation is is there. Because that's where it starts. A fancy little quote I like from the psychologist uh, Carl Jung. He was saying, what? No, he's just really famous. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) My boy Carl. (laughs) Yeah. Good lad, Carl. What he was telling me is... uh, he said to me, like, until you make the unconscious conscious, it's going to direct your life and you're going to call it fate. So yeah. does that make sense? Like until you become aware of the things you're currently not aware of, yeah, they are going to guide your life. So these habits that you're currently not aware of, they're guiding your life right now. Yeah. And you're going to get to the end result and just be like, oh, no, it was fate. It was destiny that I got here. Yeah. But you didn't realize there's so many unconscious things going on. Absolutely. And obviously you can't make everything that's unconscious conscious just yeah. not the way the, the mind works yeah. but the more you make conscious yeah, the more absolutely. you'll have a little bit more this podcast control. has opened my eyes to just how much and, is in my and control I, I feel like there's a bit of like yeah uh, that's good it's like a bit of like <laughs> pain in like becoming aware of like a lot of these things because it's like you have to accept looking back at your past that you've been doing things that you could have changed essentially i think sometimes accountability is hard accountability yeah you want it you almost want to put it on something else you want to say this is fate i'm just a shy person i'm not capable of this i'll just keep this in my i'll be in my comfort zone and as soon as you say i'm accountable for what happens to my my dreams and hopes in life and where my path goes there's responsibility is hard sometimes yeah like maybe i was uncomfortable in that party situation because like I wasn't putting in any effort and maybe it's my responsibility to make myself more comfortable. Yeah. It's like a tough thing to do because when you put all this responsibility on yourself, it seems like almost unjustified. Like how is it fair that all this is my fault? Like I I didn't ask to be uncomfortable when I arrive at this party. I didn't ask Mm -hmm, for that. mm -hmm. But the problem is 
that this the problem is the solution to getting over that is kind of taking responsibility for it yeah whether it was necessarily something that was your fault or not and there's that's, so I, that's, I that, it seems like that I to me at least does that mean yeah something can be not your fault yeah and you can you can potentially blame somebody else or something for it but it's like still your responsibility well and i don't think right. i think you can you can make this successful change and and look at negative habits in your life without having any negativity associated with them you like for me i can look at chewing my nails as something that's like well that's on me i better stop chewing my nails or more of an acceptance of this is where i'm at right now i'm chewing my nails and this is not where i want to be you know in six months from now and this is what i'm working with currently this is where my thought process is at and this is the the acceptance of the reality and yeah. here's the tools I now have with more information to make changes in my life for the better. Right. And There's be- no blame there. There's not me saying, "Oh, I'm I'm so stupid for doing that." That that does that's no. out of the equation. And then you you become aware of what is the cue that was causing you to chew your nails, and can that that um, chewing nails be replaced with another habit? Yeah. Uh, maybe like you're saying at your grocery store, you look down at your tea and all that stuff you bought. And you, <laughs> instead of chewing your nails, you look at your tea or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I, it's yeah. Or I visualize, yeah, myself in the, in a comfy chair drinking a cup of tea and and that feeling. No, the same feelings. In a comfy chair. I've I don't have I actually don't own a comfy chair. Oh. I don't even own a chair like like <laughs> that. Well, what how what is it that you're visualizing? Because then maybe for your birthday, me and Sammy could get something, but. We'll have to know what what is a, what is a comfy chair in your visualization? Like a beanbag one? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I don't know. Just like like a, like a nice comfortable chair that has a cool pattern. Oh, it's got to have a cool pattern too. Yeah, it's got to okay. be comfortable. Is a comfortable chair like uh, soft material or is it like an Adirondack? Uh, oh, soft material indoor. Indoor chair, eh? I picture it raining or snowing. So we're narrowing it down. Oh, outside? Yeah. Or an indoor chair outside? No, no, no. I picture myself sitting in the chair while it's snowing or raining. Oh, and you got a nice warm tea. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. And do you currently have... You, you you don't have a chair right now, a comfy chair? No, I have a couch. And that's not doing it, is it? Uh, uh, this couch is like eight, ten years old, and it's really bad. So no. It's a garbage couch. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll have to upgrade that couch Thank at you. some point. Thank you. Okay. Uh, make your dreams reality. Thank you. Should yeah. we um, final thoughts? Yeah, maybe final. Um, what's like one habit you want to break? Okay. We'll reassess and what's in six months. one habit you want to create? Oh. You guys Go. start first. Give me some time to think. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> think about this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to create. Want to break. Um. A habit I would like to create is um, taking time every day to study for 30 minutes or so. I don't want to make it too specific because I, I don't want it to be some outlandish uh thing that's that that has too many rules around it but yeah i would just like to study maybe not every day even i don't know if i'm I'm now just uh, making excuses but i would just like to get better at studying anything more consistently uh yeah my focus currently is on childhood development right that's cool a habit i would like to break 
Oh, chocolate. I mean, in a dream world, I would not eat as much chocolate as I do. Right, right. right. That's dreaming big, though. Yeah, because sometimes I think it's nice to give a little reward to In yourself. moderation, yeah. of course, but I am I am too conditioned after meals to eat chocolate. Right. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, because I was going to say chocolate as well for me. It's something I want to break. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking, like, why, though? Like, it's not that bad. Cause Especially because like, I... You eat 90%. And yeah. for me, I think about, like, something like coffee or something, where it's like, that's like an addiction and, like... It, it, like it's probably not amazing for me health wise like uh, caffeine and rush and stuff but it's like such a nice feeling in the morning yeah it's like that's a nice little reward for me too i think it's like (laughs) maybe it's a good pleasures in life pleasures in life and balance is really important i don't think we're trying to be some like perfect human specimen we want to enjoy life as well and that's that's okay so yeah i don't want to eat chocolate never I want right. to eat chocolate so On that I'm terms. in control. Yeah. yeah. It's more when it has like actual bad side effects and you're craving it so obsessively that it's Im- impacting it like an other areas of your life. Okay. Oh, right. you, would, you would like maybe, um, Kelly, like uh, after work, you have that craving for your chocolate and you one forget of your f- about picking up your children yeah your, your kids are like where are you and you're not there or your friends are like hey want to hang out after work yeah and you're like no i can't i gotta i gotta eat this whole <laughs> bar of chocolate <laughs> i got like a lot of chocolate to yeah eat. And ab- gonna absolutely eat this chocolate. but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's like basically to. what an addiction is is when there's a negative impact on your life so that right. that's a next level but uh, like for me the habit is i'm conditioned to eat chocolate no i'm not i'm not forgetting to pick up my kids or not hanging out with my friends because i have to eat chocolate right and an interesting thing about the addiction i think by definition if it doesn't have that negative component it's not it's not an addiction like if you're gambling and you always win then it's not an addiction well wait oh but sorry you could win and it still has if it's not having a negative effect it's not having a negative impact on your life like you're then neglecting your hygiene or you're neglecting your relationships or you're not showing up to work or that like there um yeah there's different uh because you could be winning all the time and then you just forget about everyone in your life or something yeah i just want that w from the yeah okay what are uh what sammy you're next um break and create I think the old one two. Yeah, the old one two. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I think I'll answer both of them with the same thing because I would like to replace a habit with a habit, <laughs> which is like then you suggest Double that's kill. the best way to do something or like to uh, like get rid of a bad habit. Yeah. Or hopefully, because I I think I have the habit of at nighttime just turning on the TV and watching a show, and I think mm. I would rather read a bit of a book every mm-hmm. night instead of so if i could substitute the habit of watching tv with reading mm. i think i would that's what i would like to do right <laughs> did that you're smirking now. <laughs> no i'm just thinking because now it's my turn and i didn't it would be nice to have some time to kind of <laughs> think but uh, <laughs> so the pressure's on now but um, yeah bad one kelly i was thankful you said chocolate because it's that that reminds me of my chocolate problem. Okay. Because sometimes I'll eat like a whole bar of chocolate every day. Yeah. And it's not a small bar. Yeah. Well, we we will put a little uh, asterisk there. You're eating 90% dark chocolate. Like you're eating mostly cocoa with a splash of sugar. Yeah. 
Also, and not to not to put the blame on anyone because we don't need to, but like we could, we, we again sounds like the blame's gonna come yeah, down. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, we we were heavily conditioned to see sweets, desserts, sugary substances as the number one prize as, in the world. Yeah, the number one thing you could get as a kid. So uh, this is a long, hard habit to break. I'm not saying it's an excuse, but I'm yeah. just saying this is not you and I being like. Oh, we've recently discovered chocolate. This is decades of us both being told that sweets are like the biggest reward you could get in life. Right. And I'm seeing now that habits don't really disappear that easily because I would buy a lot of chocolate at Food Basics, but then they went out of stock for like two months. Because you bought it. <laughs> yeah, because I bought it. <laughs> but then there was none every time I'd go to the grocery store. And Someone so I couldn't was buy anything. To give you a gift. I, I wouldn't buy any chocolate and then I'll go home and I just wouldn't eat chocolate for a couple months. Okay. But as soon as they, re so I, I thought maybe, oh, I'm, I'm breaking the habit. I'm not eating it. But as soon as they restocked, I just got right back got on the train. You that again, eh? Yeah, that cue got me again and, huh. and now I'm eating a lot. But uh, even that, I'm thinking like, it's not that bad though. Like I kind of like it, right? So, well, yeah. and it's pretty, <laughs> it's in some, some people might say it's healthy for you. The dark, like yeah. the 90% dark. Okay, well, okay. So what habit do you want to create? <laughs> I don't know why that was funny way you said. It. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, well, just, let's get on to the next thing. Okay, then. Yeah. Um, creating ones. Um, you already have them all. Yeah. <laughs> you do have like the, the the heavy hitters of ha good habits. The one, some that I want to kind of create is like less dilly dallying, kind of. <laughs> like uh is that a scientific term or yeah <laughs> i've heard a few scientists use it um okay <laughs> wait uh i feel like i uh often call you out on your dilly dallying yeah am i am i helping you or Can we is get the a definition <laughs> of dilly dallying yeah what, i'm surprised you said you're calling me out because i don't even know what what kind of dilly dallying are you calling me? Oh my gosh. Let's say we're supposed to leave out the door 10 a.m., 10.01. I'm like, Ollie, what are you doing? We're late. You've, we've got to go. This is ridiculous. Hurry up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You should have thought of this before. Your time management is poor. <laughs> it really just ripped me apart. Yeah, he is roasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you but suck. I do that. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to imagine anything. <laughs> yeah. No, I call you out on time and management that's why I don't quite follow a bit. Up. Um, yeah, you do. But the problem is, I think. There's so is it helpful? What do I need to do? The problem is, I think that in that kind of dilly dallying, when you're yelling at me, there's actually a little bit of a reward in defiance. Yeah, because then we'll get into a little battle, and it's a bit of like a little fun, kind of. Um, <laughs> so then, my habit is encouraged to encourage. I continue to dilly dally. So you're actually. So you've answered my question. You, you've answered my question. It's it's not a helpful way to support you in creating your habit of not dilly dallying. Yeah, I guess not. Um, I will stop effective immediately. What was were you when you brought this up initially? Were you talking about the same dilly dallying Kaylee's talking about? No, not really. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking like sometimes I'll just. Uh, I don't know, like if I need to go like shower, or I need to go do something, I might just like get kind of distracted by something. Right. Um, 
and then just noticing that and, and then going to do what I actually wanted to do. Right. And then I, that's one thing I just noticed you can become almost like infinitely more efficient at is just cutting out little pieces here and there. Yeah, I do that a lot too, like procrastination kind of thing. Yeah. Where I know I have to do X and I'll just do Y for longer to put it off. Like Right. Or I just not addressing like, yeah. I'm just dilly dallying. Yeah, dilly dallying is a big epidemic. <laughs> and Kelly, I don't mean like, um, that I actually intentionally dilly dally with you. I don't want you to think. Is that what you think? Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. <laughs> Because sometimes you do create good stories or good like situations like the five guys ones out of a dilly dallying scenario. Right? Yeah, we've never addressed the our Ollie and I had a major, major blow up last summer, uh, due to an event that occurred near and in five guys restaurant. So we'll discuss that maybe next week. Yeah, let's discuss that next week. But that was uh something that almost shattered Tore our us apart. entire relationship. We were, it was really heated. Words were said that should not have been said. And um, physically, it got a little heated as well. Everyone just was Hot. aggressive all around. And uh, yeah, it was a tough situation to go through. Even there's a bit of a shock factor. I mean, like a ripple effect between the people in our environment, other than just us, like family, friends. Um, a lot of people were affected. And um <laughs> five guys could do that to people it's not super simple as to how it can but it did it to us and we'll talk about it another time to try to hopefully maybe make it other people not go through the same five guys scenario that we did right and uh right it was tough but we'll get into it um stay tuned and and uh we'll talk about it another time mm-hmm.